Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now what's going on, everyone? Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this Tuesday morning. Well, obviously a very eventful uh, night last night in the world of sports. And I know Angelo talked a lot about it today, and we shall as well. The... Um, Unbelievably scary situation with the Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, and just how it felt for us as sports fans um, seeing that. Or perhaps if you didn't see it last night but uh, live or saw it a little later or perhaps woke up to it this morning, absorbing the news this morning. It's just um, it's unbelievable. So, look, we'll, we'll talk about it today. We will obviously also get into the Eagles. Uh, Sixers and Flyers also won. But the story of the night obviously was DeMar Hamlin and a very sad and very scary situation and uh floor is yours at 215-592-9494 as we shall discuss rich rich joe hello bud the uh tallest mountain in the universe in the solar system is almost three times taller than mount everest it's on mars you know i'm actually surprised it's not taller just knowing knowing all that's out there i would have thought there i mean think about it over seventy-two thousand feet tall yeah well things are a lot (laughs) bigger than earth i mean a lot lot bigger what is it jupiter Right? Is that the big one? Yes. That is. Yes, yeah, so I'm just saying, you know. Nailing it. There's a lot out there. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to it. Apollo. Um, Apollo yeah, Apollo, exactly. <laughs> so the situation last night, we'll get to the Eagles shortly, but I am really curious from everyone listening, just sort of your reaction and your emotions based on how you experienced what happened last night with the Bill Safety uh DeMar Hamlin. For those that don't know, and I'm sure that's a very small group of people, but he makes a tackle last night in the game. It's a routine-looking tackle. Frankly, it's a lot less violent-looking than many NFL tackles, but he did absorb contact as T. Higgins came into him. He brings Higgins down. He gets up. He quickly staggers back down, and then obviously the situation got really, really, really bad. Um, He is alive. He is in critical condition. Obviously, there was a lot of fear last night from a lot of viewers, and I thought ESPN did a magnificent job in their coverage without speculating. But the reality is all of us watching did wonder, is he dead? Did he die? He, he did not die, but CPR was administered, and uh, it was bad stuff. And it was right there on national TV, and uh, it was just brutal. So, you know, I just, I'm curious, like, as everyone absorbed it, what went through your mind? I mean, you think about the player, you think about the, the, the teams, you think about the future of football. Look, John, I've always known, I think we've all known, something like this could happen. I always expected that that this would happen, like in my lifetime, at some point. Because, look, generally the neck injuries are the the ones that we fear the most because, you know, that can 
you know, we've seen with Dennis Bird and we've seen, you know. Ryan Shazier. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, where, where players get paralyzed. This, though, went into, I mean, big time life and death mode. Obviously, it's, you know, let's be real, still hangs in the balance. I don't think it's going to change the NFL from the standpoint that it's a violent sport. And we all know it's a violence. There's nobody associated with the NFL as a player, as a coach, as a fan, as an executive. There's no one that doesn't understand it's a violent sport. So I don't think it changes that. I don't know how it can't change. Well, talk to me. Give me your, give me your thoughts here, John. Talk to me. Well, uh, devastating, terrifying. Uh, just watching the faces of oh. his teammates and and the Bengals. You got to remember the, these are guys who, like, their whole lives. It's like. A guy goes down at practice, and the coach says, "All right, move it up ten yards." And and that guy's just lying there, and and the the medical staff attends to him. Right. And you are so hardened to injury in any way, where where you've seen it all. And and last night, the, these guys were seeing something that they'd never encountered before. No question. And and I. And so, my, and so were thought, we as fans. Absolutely, no and, question. And, and the thought that just kept going through my mind is, is like, how in the world? Like, how are they going to uh, play the way that they did yeah. after seeing that? Like, I, I wouldn't be able to. I, I uh, you know, I again, it was. I am not the uh, most. Uh, like soft-hearted yeah. with, with <laughs> I've noticed with injury yes, and, over the last and, six and or seven years. Else. Yes, you know, like shake it off and yep. and and uh, this this was so completely like just literally heart stopping yeah. for all of us as well. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, an incredible situation. And I was moved. I was uh, encouraged by the outpouring yeah. uh social media wise i mean some of it was awful you can always assume that's gonna be right. there but most of it was wonderful there was that yeah. this was one of those occasions where social media actually did something great where where people were uh moved obliged to help and yeah. and, and and you know pitch in donations and to his charity prayers yeah. donations yeah. Yeah. it was it was so overwhelmingly positive i thought that was a great thing but my big takeaway was uh everyone who was on that field everyone who watched is changed yeah. to some degree well i'll speak to that point john because and, and look again curious where everyone stands 215-592-9490 for your emotions based on what you saw your reaction your your sense of sort of where the NFL goes from here after what happened last night. I'll say this, in the short term, maybe forever, but at least in the short term, I'll define it as this season, I do not think we, any of us that saw it last night, especially, and maybe others that didn't, but, you know, then see highlights and stuff, I do not think we will be able to look at the NFL the same way again. I agree. The actual game. And here's the here's the It changed me. It changed it yeah. really did. It changed something inside. That's fascinating. You say, I mean, for all your time in the league, John, because here's some here's a comparison I'll give you. And it, it struck me this morning when I was thinking about it. If you remember after September eleventh, planes were not in the sky for however many days it was before, you know, the government said, Okay, planes can go back up in the sky, you know, it's it's safe to to travel and you know, all that. And when you would look up in the sky and see a plane 
it, it, it was a different experience than ever having seen a plane before. We had seen planes thousands of times in our lives prior to September 11th. You don't really think much about it. Like, oh, that's a plane. That's cool. It's amazing. It's, you know, travel through air you know, on a plane. Like, wow. But you didn't, it didn't hit you in an emotional way until after September 11th when the planes were shut down, obviously, after having, you know, four crashed and two in the World Trade Center. And then when they were back up there, it would send like a shudder through me in those first couple weeks, even months, John. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel like when we watch our next Eagles game, which is going to be Sunday, and we'll see if they reschedule you know, this Bills game against the Bengals. We'll see how they handle that. I, I just don't feel I, and probably most of us, will be able to look at an NFL game and a collision. That's the thing, John. It's going to be about the collisions. And see a collision and not think something different than we thought prior to last night. That's how, that's how to right. me, the impact will be, I think, on me as a right. fan right. watching pro football it, because of what we saw last night. No question about it. And, and part, of, like, part of the willingness to go out there and do what these guys are doing is you learn to ignore the negative possibility. You know, you, you, you cannot play like you think something bad will yep. happen. And watching something that extreme, uh, that it, you, you can't erase that. And uh, it's just it's uh, no, it's it it is it life altering, life altering right. for everyone. So obviously, again, floor is yours to to weigh in on the uh, Demar Hamlin situation as news becomes available today. If there is news today on on progress or lack thereof, we'll see what happens. Obviously, James will will keep us informed as news breaks and and let everyone know where things stand. But we we really really hope that um, he's able to make a recovery. We shall see. John, speaking of football, the Eagles, I know it's a strange transition to the birds, but they are our team. They are in a playoff hunt. Um, they have a big game coming up. They have then after that bigger games coming up once it becomes playoff time. And I do want to, you know, get in the Eagles as well. I mean, it is what we do. Um, and I am curious, and I know Angela spent a lot of time on this topic today as well, and it's and it's an interesting topic, just where people stand from a concern level on the birds because – you know, they obviously have lost two in a row. This past game was the worst they'd looked all season. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was a game that called into question the coaching, clearly. Um, and it was a game the starting quarterback didn't play, so you got to take it somewhat with a grain of salt. But there also is, you know, other injuries that have piled up. The Lane Johnson injury, you know, we don't know what Sweat's status will be moving forward. It seemed like, you know, Miles Sanders, when he ran, ran hard and good, but they didn't want to give him the ball too much because of his knee. I mean, the injuries have piled up. The one seed still dangles. Now, they'll probably get it. Johns probably won't play their players. But I'm curious from, from John, you and everyone, kind of just the concern level on the birds as they venture toward the playoffs. Because I'll say this, John, what's going through my mind a lot right now, and I'm just being honest with you, because I am, I'll say, pretty damn concerned. And here's the way I'll frame it. The 3 Eagles are in my mind a lot right now. Why? Because it was a great football team. Team you were on, John. Great football team. Great football team, 12-4, and four, great team. But by the time the playoffs started, it wasn't the same team because of all the injuries. Brian Westbrook was out. Right. I believe Carlos Emmons was out. There was like five or six key players out. By the way, Donovan eventually got hurt in that Panthers game as well, and that obviously changed the game. Team scored three points. That was it. Bye-bye, everybody. Go home. Season over. Dream dashed. Now, look, it's a tale of two examples here because then there's the 2017 Eagles who dealt with a tremendous assortment of major injuries, quarterback, middle linebacker, left tackle, kicker, right? I mean, we know special teams, Ace and Maragos. 
and they just plowed through it and kept on winning and won big and won it all. So it can go either way. I'll just tell you from my standpoint, John, seeing the way the Eagles played on Sunday and knowing they'll get some of these guys back, but when they do, there'll be some guys hampered. I am, I would call it, worried because San Fran's really good. Dallas is legit. If the Eagles get to the Super Bowl, the Bills and the Chiefs probably await one of them. Yeah. And I just, I can't act like what we have seen the last two weeks hasn't existed. And what we saw in 03 didn't happen. It happened. It was a great team. They got to the playoffs. They were a lesser team. They lost. Yeah. That, that uh, when you bring up 03, it, it takes me back, you know, and, and I think I myself, I was playing. Yep. I was physically not anywhere close to 100%. I'd uh, torn my shoulder up in the third game of the year. And I wonder, I, I guess to start, I am also very concerned. Okay. I, am, I am very concerned really? about this Eagles yep. postseason. In part because we know about the major injuries where, where guys are out, where they've been working their way back. We don't know about guys, the, the performance that we've seen from the, these last couple of weeks, it's been so substandard. And, and yes, I know a lot of that is, is based on the way things were coached up and the quarterback we had under center. But at this stage of the year, you don't know how bad these guys are feeling. And I think we're seeing an offensive line that is in a shambles at times in pass protection especially and how how banged up are they you know i think back to 2003 my my short my right shoulder every time i would externally rotate my arm it would like pop in and out and and like i felt like holy cow don't throw me the ball don't throw me the ball down because i can't even reach you know with with that arm there there are guys who are dealing with stuff like that that we don't even know about and i wonder if that's part of why the performance has been down. Well, you talked about Goddard, even Goddard coming back. That's a huge deal. Right? Dallas Goddard does not look right. And and I know that he was out for a while and they're saying he's fine and and they're they're lining him up on the outside away from contact as a wide receiver when he's lined up inside, it's almost like he doesn't want to stick his face in there, stick his arm in there. And that's part of what made him so great. So how many guys are hampered? How many guys are dealing with stuff like that? I feel as though this I, – I don't know the answer as to whether or not defenses are figuring us out. If defenses are now dictating to us what they want us to run, and that's part of the problem, does Jalen Hurts just poof, solve all that? I, I don't know the answer there. And, and are we anywhere close to that best team in the NFL? I mean, by a large margin that I felt we were a month and a half well, ago. Well, a month and a half ago, that, that team would have beaten the team that took the field the other day by 17 points. I, I agree. By 17, I, I, literally I by 17 points. I truly believe yeah, that. I know, I know. And things, things are so changed now. You know, we've now, got, now we've Jalen, got does, Jalen helps a lot. He does. I mean, and, and you see it with the Sixers. You get Embiid back. Harden's not as good as Embiid, but he's still better than most. Maxi obviously back in the fold. You start winning games. I mean, the Sixers have won in a nice clip over the last three or four weeks. So getting your guys back helps. But I'll tell you this, man, Lane Johnson, that's going to be a hell of an injury to play through, man. And I think they have to do a lot of reshuffling. Because you remember him, John? Remember when he had the ankle about three years ago and he would play but wasn't it wasn't the Lane Johnson standard? 
Yes. I mean, that and, was, and that's what I expect this postseason. I mean, he's got a, a, an ad with, with ad or abductor, or whatever. Ad, adductor. And, and they're saying he's just going to have to deal with the pain. Yeah. And, and, you know, that to me means it's, it's probably yeah. going to be made worse by going out there and playing, and they know that, yeah. and he's going to try to manage it. Plus Avance, plus Gardner Johnson, plus Sweat, plus who knows, you know, if Miles Sanders will be giving the, the full go with the knee. Plus Jalen Hurts, and it's He'll all play. complimentary, right? It's all complimentary when your coverage is compromised, which it is because of our safety situation. You see the cornerbacks playing differently. You see the fact that we're getting to the passer. It doesn't matter as much because we just can't hold up on that back end. I'm concerned about the O line. I'm, I'm concerned about the secondary, and I'm concerned that other teams are hitting their stride as we are falling off largely due to injury. All right, so look, we want to hear from everyone at 215-592-9494 on the Eagles. How concerned are you? One more game to clinch the home field. They'll probably get it done. Feels like maybe the Giants won't play their dudes, their starters, which would help. Um, But how concerned are you? Big picture on the Eagles as they venture toward the playoffs. And also, and I know it is an odd transition from hardcore football talk with the Eagles to life talk football-wise with DeMar Hamlin, but, you know, it is the situation today. He is alive, critical condition. We'll update you, obviously, as we hear anything today. And we just hope and hope and hope and hope that uh, DeMar Hamlin can pull through it. Your experience as watching the game last night, waking up to the news today, your thoughts as a football fan. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. Let's go to Montez right now. Hi, Montez. Hey, how's it going? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you sound good. Yes, sir. All right, Awesome. So I just want to start off by just saying that I think the NFL handled it correctly. And I think that most people's reaction to what they saw was based on shock and not necessarily logic. Because obviously everybody feels for the young man who was hurt. Everybody wants him to be okay. But most people look at it and say, oh, my God, the NFL, they have so much money. You know, they have to do this. They have to do that. But I think it's the responsible thing for the NFL to just sit back and say, all right, we have to ask, can we go on? No question. Yes or no? No question. You you, you have to because people don't realize that the NFL is just a product. And there are so many other small local businesses that – that depend on that game to make their monthly yeah. revenues and things like that. Montez, so I'll, and, and, and I'll tell you this, there were a lot of people very critical last night, a lot, that the NFL did not cancel the game, let's call it 30 minutes sooner. But you know what? Right. I got to tell you, that's a decision that is not it, – it's just not a decision you, you generally make in a minute or five or ten. I mean, to literally cancel an NFL football game. I thought it was well handled. Could they have done it 15 minutes sooner? I mean, I guess maybe. But they were trying to do it right. In the end, they arrived at the right solution. It seemed to me they were very respectful to both teams. I mean, I I thought the NFL on that front had a good night, contrary to a lot of the criticism that was out there on social media. Absolutely. Now, the next thing, I bet you the NFL's first call was to the Dolphins and saying, hey, you guys better shut Tua down for the entire year. Because, because, I mean, he's on his second concussion. And third, Lord knows. His third concussion. <laughs> well, third, third this year, no. James? Third this season. Because it was two in a row, two right? Two in a row, and, and then, then he just had another. Yeah. Now, if you think, of, if you think about the young man's um, uh, his injury, right? Obviously, it was cardiac arrest. I mean, thank God that he's okay now. Well, but, for, first off, that he's alive now. We don't know that he's okay, just to be clear. I mean, well, well, just, just well, he's to be clear. He, he's, still, he's still breathing. He's still alive right now. 
but at least it was cardiac arrest and not a head trauma because this was the like the worst case scenario for the NFL. If somebody had a a massive head or neck injury and God forbid died on the field, that is their absolute worst nightmare. Well, I'll, least, right? says, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Regardless of of what type of injury it would be, anything that would result in death is their is their worst nightmare. I mean, it it it. it 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 played out in our in front of us last night, with the exception of he didn't die. But let's let's not kid ourselves, guys. I mean, he, he still could. I mean, the guy's in critical condition, so we hope he does not. But you know, I mean, they're far from out of the woods. And even if he lives, I mean, who knows what kind of life he's going to have? Let's talk to Mike right now in Morristown. Hello, Mike. Hey, hi guys. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mike. Yeah. So the first thing is just to send all the positive thoughts to you know Demar Hamlin and his family. Good news, hopefully, is that, you know, for something like a cardiac arrest from Commotion Cordis, sounds like what he had. Uh, most important thing is to get the resuscitation, the chest compressions, the AEDs on the field quickly. It looks like they got that. Mm. So hopefully that means that his long-term outcome is good. Well, and those guys like, might have saved his life, Mike. I mean, that's, you know, if, if he pulls through, it seems like there's a pretty good chance the medical personnel on the field saved his life. Oh, 100%. I mean, normally yeah. when this happens in the field, it's 60% survival for something like this. Uh, but because normally, and that's because you can't get the CPR started fast enough. And so, and you know, these guys are trained. They know how to do CPR. They know how to do it well. Um, and so hopefully that means that, you know, he'll have a good outcome. You know, obviously, it's totally to tell. They'll try right. getting him off uh, today. But um, like I said, hopefully that's, you know, I've seen this before in my career, and it's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty sad every yep, time. no question. Uh, um, and then, you know, as for the birds, I'm concerned, you know, and I wanted to ask you guys, um, how much of that, like, is ego and stubbornness from the from the coaches? Because nobody calls you a genius if you just run the ball with your big offensive line and gain 200 yards. But you're a genius if you can, like, you know, come up with all these, uh, like, uh, fan- fancy plays. You know, that game plan during the Bears game was terrible. And I don't think it was, Mike, I'll tell you, that, I don't think it was stubbornness by the Eagles. I think it was dumb. Yeah. By Sirianni, but I don't think it was stubborn. And the reason I say that is I think he's got a pretty good track record of not being stubborn. Yeah. I mean, Andy Reid had a strong track record of stubborn. Chip right. Kelly had the strongest track record of stubborn. I think Sirianni has shown a nimbleness as a coach that, to me, I find impressive. I think he just made mistakes the last two weeks, but I don't think it's born out of stubbornness. I think he just thought it was the right thing to do, and it didn't work out. I'm sure he believes it, but, you know, just like in the Bears game, for example, the same thing where it's like, okay, well, why are you not running the ball when it's minus 30? Well, because we saw this on tape, and I was like, well, okay, well, you got a big offensive line. you got a guy who just ran for 200 yards the game before, you know, and, and the Bears have a terrible run defense too. Yeah, but part of it is, and Mike, appreciate the call, part of it is, John, Miles Sanders is obviously banged up with the knee wearing a brace, and yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way. It's just my read on it. I think Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen trust it Gardner Minshew with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard more than a banged-up Miles Sanders and a Boston Scott who they just don't believe in that much. I just, I mean, that's the basic way I can put it. I think Boston Scott can play. For some reason, the Eagles coaches only seem to go to him when it's like they got to go to him because he's the only one left. I've always believed he can play, but they just don't. I mean, here's a game, John, a banged-up Miles Sanders, a backup quarterback, and Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell had a combined official two carries. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. 
It doesn't, and that's what brings me to the question, are we dictating to a defense or is a defense dictating to us because they know that the numbers in the box determine whether we run it or pass it? Right. Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world to just you know run the ball, but when it's the RPO stuff that's dialed up, and that's been so wildly effective for us this year, defense, I, I think defenses are catching on. And they, they know, hey, they'll hurt us if they keep it on the ground, yeah. so we'll make sure they don't keep it on the ground. What disappointed me the most with Sirianni in this last game was that he did not seem to have an offense tailored yeah. to the quarterback. You're right. but That bothered me the most. And, and I am concerned, because, and I don't know the answer to this, did Nick Sirianni opt to keep the offense the same because he didn't feel the offensive line could do the job, the appropriate job of pass protecting for your standard drop back right. quarterback? I think it's a fascinating. I yeah. believe that's the case. I believe. Look, when when you you get rusty at anything if if you don't do it, and this offensive line has been firing out and run blocking even on pass plays this right, year, right? Because of the RPO stuff. And I think they've gotten rusty at just doing the the you, you know kick and and punch and pass protect like the standard rules no longer apply to this offensive line. They're better moving forward. And Nick Sirianni didn't feel like they could adequately protect this quarterback yeah. if they changed the offense. Look, it's a fascinating theory, and you you could be spot on with that one, John. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. Your reaction on both fronts, the Eagles, the concern level, and obviously football, the future of football, what we saw last night, your thoughts as a fan experiencing watching the DeMar Hamlin situation and what you think about this morning. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie on WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.